firstly, let's head to Latin America, shall we? John Bonfiglio, uh, our man in that part of the world, uh, joins you now. John, hi, morning, buddy. Hi, Daryl, how are you? I'm very well, so good evening, I should say, shouldn't I? And also, uh, more to the point, happy carnival season, because uh, if I'm, I'm right in thinking, um, we're about there, aren't we? Did that begin in the last couple of days? Yeah, well, it seems to be been going on for about a week now. I haven't been able to get any sleep. The bangers and the music goes on all night long. Uh, but yeah, it happens right across Latin America, not just Latin America. I mean, you know, the Caribbean, uh, basically anywhere that's kind of um, Catholic or has some kind of Catholic history uh, around this time in a kind of post-winter, pre-Lent kind of context as this sort of uh, huge festivity which kind of, I guess, sort of precedes, uh, traditionally would precede the kind of the, the religious fasting, you know, when you give things up for a period, so everybody goes slightly mental just before that. Mm. Just give us, a, give us a sense of the, of the sort of colour and the festivities and, 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 and what's going on sort of day to day then at this part of the, t- the time of the year. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge celebration of, as you say, colour, uh, life. Uh, traditions, actually, it's kind of difficult to... to describe nuance in some ways in, in some contexts because it varies so much from from place to place i mean there's um there's a place in, in uh, puebla east of mexico city for example called Huehotzingo, where they enact a, um, a battle from 400 years ago so which you know seems to appertain in no way whatsoever to a more traditional carnival context so there's loads of kind of local variants but i guess what unifies the tradition is a sort of um you know heightened sense of revelry which is going to hit here particularly on on Saturday. And ordinarily you've got um, like fancy dress, parades, masks. You've got a carnival king and queen, um, uh, etc. So that's what what would most. I guess when you cl- you know say if you imagine carnival, most people would 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 think of something akin to to Rio de Janeiro, which obviously is the biggest carnival in in the world, the mother of all carnivals, of all shows, as they say, uh, there, in which two million people attend every, every day. It's just, it's just huge. And obviously, you know, a lot of, um, people wearing not very much and, uh, and jigging their fangs. <laughs> nice. Excellent. It's quite a big tourist event as well, isn't it? People, people come in from, from far and wide to take part in it as well. Does that kind of bulk the numbers out a bit? Totally, and, and and increasingly so. And I think you've got you, you know you've got your kind of Rio would be uh, an nth degree of it, where it's obviously really popular locally, but also a lot of tourists go in to to experience it. And then you've got something, you know, the other end of things, say here in Mexico on the west coast, uh, where Mazatlan has a really big carnival, traditional carnival, and there you probably don't get much in the way of um, international tourists. But actually, you see signs all over Mexico now saying and have done for the last few months, saying, book your trip to Mazatlan now um, to go and see the carnival, etc. So I guess you've got all kind of different scales and levels of, you know, what people are looking for in a in a carnival context. And where I'm speaking to you now from, from Campeche is one of the the oldest in, in the world and has been going on for 440 years now, uh, which is absolutely remarkable in wow. terms of, you know, its, it's length and, and, and longevity. But for sure, this is one of the most important periods of the of the year even though it emerges from a from a religious context in many ways it's kind of antithetical to to religion i mean as a lot of people here who i've been speaking to over the course of the last few days have been saying uh, what happens during carnival morally is what the same people who undertake that behavior will uh, will reject morally in terms of behavior the other 360 days of the year
Yeah, quite. And is that, I was, was going to be my next, next question actually about the way that it's sort of morphed and, and it's, uh, the, the intent of it has, has morphed. Um, has it, has it taken on a sort of role of expression of national pride in that part of the world? Because it's become so synonymous with that part of the world that it, it I, 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 I'd sort of failed to see how it, how it couldn't really. Yeah, I wouldn't say national pride necessarily, but definitely regional pride. Like there are, there are, um, places, I mean, not just Rio, but Recife in, in Brazil, and I was saying Mazatlan and Veracruz on the east coast of Mexico here, uh, which is really famous. So it's not necessarily a, you know, a representation of, um, of, na- of national revelry, but definitely region, some regions are very, very proud of, of their traditions. And, and it would be remiss to say as well that, for, um, that for sure there is, uh, you know, internal jostling for position and rivalry in terms of, you know, who's got, the best carnival and uh, you know who gets the kind of kudos year and year how many people visit etc so a lot of people probably wouldn't admit it but you know under under the surface for sure everybody wants their carnival to be the biggest or the best or the most unique um etc mm, yeah um do you get involved as well do you do you, do you take part well I, i'm sure daryl by now you know that i'm a big you know a big dancer, a big a public <laughs> displayer of of, uh, of of revelry. Uh, I, I I will watch from uh, from a distance, maybe. <laughs> okay, seems fair. Fair enough. I'll let you off. Um, listen, in, in in the shadow of that, unfortunately, uh, there is there is quite a sad story that uh, we need to talk about, um, uh, and that is what was a, a, the disappearance, and now it seems the murder of uh, a young girl in Mexico. Um, this is, uh, this is a, a young girl, uh, for, forgive me, I don't have the, the, the name of the details just to hand because my screen has decided to, to play up again. Um, but perhaps you could fill us in, John. Oh, it's Fatima, isn't it? Yeah, it is Fatima Aldriguet. Um, so I guess in this context, there's the story itself and then there's a broader, broader context in terms of what it, you know, plays into. Obviously, really tragic, um, disappearance, uh, on the 11th of February of this seven year old girl who was waiting to be picked up outside her, her school, uh, in, uh, the south of, of Mexico City. Her mum was late, was caught up in traffic, and then when her mum turned up, the, the daughter was was no longer there. Um, oh, apparently, another another woman came to to pick her up, and there's a CCTV of this woman, you know, walking off with her, um, the girl seemingly happily holding holding her hand, etc. And then four days later, the, um, Fatima Fatima's body was was found dumped also in the south of Mexico City in a in a in a bin bag. Um, and obviously, you know, horrendous, tragic. I mean, any parent obviously will have, you know, jitters in terms of hearing these, these stories. And as a case in and of itself, uh, utterly terrible. And then it plays into a broader context, in particular in Mexico at the moment, in terms of, uh, in terms of suicides. Only a, a week earlier, 25-year-old Ingrid Escamilla was killed by her partner, also in. Uh, in Mexico City and was a, was a very graphic case of, uh, the problem that Mexico and, I mean, and, and Latin America and a lot of countries across the world have with, with femicide here in Mexico. One, sorry, ten women a day, um, are, are killed and increasingly it's becoming a political issue. So there is a generation of women now that are, which we've spoken about on your program that are taking to the streets and are, and are making their voices very much heard and calling for social, political, civic action in response to this. Um, and at, at one and the same time, the president Andres Manuel López Obrador seems to be tone deaf to um, to the situation, the problem, almost denying that it's a problem and that there's kind of trouble causing by some of the groups of women that are 
that are demonstrating, which obviously just you know adds fuel to the fire in terms of uh, in terms of what's happening in a in a in a national context in terms of these these demonstrations and uh, and what people are demanding be be done about it and um, and for sure not just in terms of you know the the violence and the and the situation in and of itself but you've got uh, then a real kind of um, a real kind of gap between people who say this has to be dealt with you know we have to take a stand on this um, and then a more traditional perhaps um, individuals who'll say hot on the women who are protesting are defacing buildings and damaging buildings and so on and at one at the same time the women will say hot on a minute you care more about the buildings that we're defacing than actually the women that are dying every every day so I'd mm. say that really um, it, key topic at the moment, important topic, not just in terms of what's happening in Mexico, but also the evolution of Mexico as a as a nation state um, in terms of how you know it, it polarizes these events, polarize the uh, the country. Mm, quite, uh, it's the same, it seems quite quite astonishing, doesn't it? I mean, we, we talk about femicide uh, a bit, and it's, it's obviously a subject that we kind of uh, know is a, is an issue for for this part of the world to grapple with and, and beyond. But but a, a, a girl as young as oh was she seven did you say being caught up in it just really drives home um, the brutality of it. Um, listen, we've run out of time, John, but it's uh, always lovely to catch up with you. We'll uh, we'll give it a little bit more time next time. Uh, but for now, thank you very much. Nice to chat. Take care, Al. Uh, John Bonfiglio in uh, America, Mexico for us uh, this morning on talk.